0: In this episode, we're going to be talking about how to uh, make the most of the design feedback process. Hi and welcome to So What's Up? Um, I am with our entire design team today and we're going to be talking about how to give constructive feedback on the creative process so that you get the best results. So we've got Jim, we've got Lucas and we've got our creative director, John. So, guys, thoughts on this?
1: I'll let a John start. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Director. Establish the seniority
2: here. So. <laughs> Go on. I suppose we need an opening topic, don't we? Um,
0: okay, so um, I have a client. that uh, This is hypothetical, by the way. I have a client, and um, they have um, just completely slated the first round of website um, designs that they've been given. How do you feel about it?
2: Like crying. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose it depends on the actual feedback that's been given. If it's just like, I really don't like it, it's terrible. That's not what we see as constructive. Um, So I suppose it's, it's how we suggest you give constructive feedback. Especially if you've had a meeting
1: beforehand as well and you think, I've made a list of what needs you know what what they need yeah and you think right smashed it amazing send it off no terrible not what i wanted whatsoever
0: i think it's um it's one of those isn't it so like um obviously i know that i'm not visually creative like you guys but um i do like a lot of the copywriting and that kind of like the fluffier side of marketing like the nice feelings and stuff that you evoke from words and um, when I've had clients give me feedback around them not liking like blogs or like messaging and stuff um, and sometimes they can't articulate it themselves as to why they don't like it my first thing with stuff like that where it's been like oh I don't like it it's terrible or it's boring it's like okay what's it missing I always try to jump to, like, what is what isn't it doing for you? Like, what's what's missing from it for you? Um, that will be my approach with that one.
1: Yeah, it's almost like you need to go through it point by point. Rather than say, I don't like the whole thing, mm. it's, do, do you not like the colour? Do you not like the imagery? Do you not like the layout? Have you got any examples of what you would prefer? Yeah. It's, it's very easy to say, I don't like it, fix it yeah but then from our point of view uh, we, we wouldn't have a clue
0: yeah i think it's always difficult isn't it and i think um clients think that they're being helpful sometimes when they're like um, oh we wanted it to be more exciting or um e- engaging and it's like okay but is that is that a visual thing is that the language that we've used is it um is it the shapes that we've used perhaps um like, What does exciting feel like to you or look like to you? Do the colors need to be more vibrant? Um, it's, it's things like that really, isn't it?
3: Yeah, cool. I think the, recently the best feedback I had, because we're, we're the first round design uh, for the website, obviously we're trying to establish the visual direction that will carry through the, the rest of the design process. And the client actually uh, didn't like the visual direction I, I've i established there. They actually hated it, but they elaborated <laughs> in, in such a great way. They, they, yeah. they actually pinpointed this is... this. Those elements, they don't work. Uh, they work with, uh, with direction to go, with, uh, with the, the feeling of the company, feeling with the product. Yeah. And he wrote a proper long essay about it, but it was super helpful because then I knew exactly, I could pinpoint what what they want to achieve from it. And I obviously, I took a completely different turn. They loved it, and now the you know, that was good. So, the bad feedback, and feedback when they say they hate it, is not necessarily bad if they can yeah. elaborate on that and actually say what what they don't like about it what they would like to achieve that's like half a success i think
0: i think that's a massive success though because i think um as a creative you have put yourself out there with a design that um you opened up to judging they came back and it wasn't positive they told you exactly why you were then humble and like had that humility to be able to actually go through read all of that feedback not take it personally and um, then deliver on what they actually wanted and take those points into consideration so i'd say that's a massive massive success and i've worked with other creatives that do not have that mindset at all and ultimately that's wrong because for a client you like they know their business way better than you do and Mm -hmm. the sort of feelings that they want to evoke they just don't have the physical ability to be able to use the tools and um, the design knowledge that you have to bring those feelings to life in a way that also is you, like you with the utility that you're able to offer.
3: I think it's, yeah, it's something that comes with time because like in the beginning of a design career, you do treat every design like your own personal art project. Like <laughs> and you put yourself in there and then it, it does really hurt when you get negative feedback because uh, obviously you put yourself in that design but it's it it comes with time that that serves it serves a purpose serves utility and you do have to kill your darling sometimes just to to achieve the good things
2: yeah i like that saying. i mean it's not something that we experience so much um now because what we do as part of the design workshop is we run through uh competitors on screen we pick out varied styles in terms of websites and run through with a client and see what they're kind of flavor is I guess, what are what direction they want to take their site in. Uh just helps eradicate some of that yeah. completely wrong deliverance of uh, design yeah. concept.
0: I think process definitely has a place, doesn't it, in creativity and we talk about like the creative process and how we can make the most of it because um, obviously and you talk about time as well and having that experience it's not like university where um, you're given like three months to might uh, know design like a business card or something and you get to go away and explore all of these things as an agency we sell time and we sell our efficiency to do a job and deliver on that job and the timelines that you want something to be delivered to um it's difficult isn't it sometimes to I guess manage creativity because creativity is something that like you you feel inspired to do and you want to do and um, I find this with like writing content and like coming up with creative social ideas I can't just schedule it into my day between like 11 and half 12 and I'm like okay that's when I'm going to be doing some creative brainstorming like you have to like kind of get into a process and work your way up into doing it
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe that's just me <laughs> uh,
1: some jobs like are, are a bit more challenging than others so yeah. for, for one in particular for me he was combining three websites and then combining those all into one yeah so that the ideas behind that took me two days
2: to yeah. figure out w- what path and what journey
1: it's it's going to to go through.
2: And them three sites all had their own branding as well, didn't they? Separate, yes. separate yes. branding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was all being pulled into one. Yeah. So trying to do that and combine it into one
1: under one brand. Yeah. Was very difficult. So it was headphones in and a bit of quiet time in order for me to do that. But other jobs can be. Do you know what? I've I've just come up with a, an idea like You've an intuitive
0: got, hunch type yeah, thing it, yeah.
1: And as well it helps if if you, you you do have the branding as well yeah because then like one job was it was literally following branding and fantastic great job yeah amazing so it's it it does depend on a job of how much creativity yes you are you are allowed
0: yeah, I think that's a good point to make, actually. So um, when you guys are getting feedback and amendments, um, do you often find that clients that um, are quite clear on their vision have those brand assets and those brand guidelines, um, are they easier to work on in a way?
1: Yes and no. Sometimes some clients find it hard to, to let go okay. of brands. Not, not let go, but...
0: There's an emotional attachment there.
1: Definitely, yeah. yeah. So it's hard to steer them in a direction that you think might be right. I mean, like you said before, it's their business, so yeah. they they know it inside out. So you can only help. Yeah, it, we can only
0: deliver really on what we've been contracted to deliver, can't we? Really, I and mean like point in the best direction.
1: Yeah. So ultimately, yeah, it's just down to that feedback of. I'm not really too keen on that. This is why. Like, it's hard to move away from that brand or... Yeah.
0: So, flipping it then, let me ask the question in a different way. When clients come to you and they don't have a clear direction and they're super woolly on what they actually want to achieve and um, they don't really have any branding or um, maybe it's like a startup or um, a... um, a new business venture that they're trying to bring into effect and we had one of these um, a few months ago didn't we John that we were trying to like do the work for him he was almost like kind of going through his thought process for what this business could become during the entire process and I think in terms of because our brief kept changing it was hard for us to almost keep up with like his entrepreneurial vision in a way and really actually tie him down to something so that we could deliver something because it was just, like, the next big thing or, like, the next user journey or the next target that we wanted to achieve. And it's like, we've not even got you a website yet. (laughs) (laughs) It was was quite difficult. And um, feedback-wise, I always kind of felt like the feedback that we were getting was, like, actually 10 steps away from where this business was actually going to be when it was first launched. And it's, like, trying to launch bloody, um, I don't know... um, Tesla um oh what is it no it's SpaceX isn't it the rocket one like he's not mm. even like successfully had like a, a space trip yet but like it'd be like us trying to market him selling his holidays to Mars when it's not there yet <laughs> but I think from that one um it was he changed the messaging didn't he and then that impacted your design
2: yeah I think <coughs> we revisited the messaging quite a few times throughout that project which heavily impacted design that we put together each time yeah and the style and direction it took it, it, we had i think it was three completely different art directions and it just it was, it was really difficult
0: yeah i think um we could have put those three things up next to each other and they'd all look like completely different brands wouldn't they and completely yeah. different um service offerings and um, so sometimes it's quite hard to um work with people who are so entrepreneurial that they just want to talk hypotheticals And they don't want to actually tie you down for something, especially me personally, because I'm so, like, kind of goal-focused and I'm like, okay, what is the outcome of this? Like, what do you want to achieve? Um, I don't know if you guys find it any easier to work with people like that, but I struggle.
1: As as well, it it depends on if they have a certain idea, but then also between designs that you do, they go, actually, I've seen this now. Actually, I've seen this now. Ah, And you're like... constant
0: comparison
1: yeah and you know do you know what i want i want to go in this direction it's the best thing to do is know which direction you want to go in and stick to it because it's very easy to 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 find something else there's always something else out there that you'll you'll also love the the same amount but Yeah. yeah it's stick to
0: to do do what your you research.
1: You, yeah. Do the research as to which way you want to go in, and stick to it.
0: Not yeah. commitment issues. Yes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, okay. So another question, Jim, and this one is specifically for you, and um, I can't wait for you to see your face. Um, how do you feel when people say you ju- they just want you to make it pop? Yeah. <laughs> and I swear. <laughs> go for it.
3: <laughs> out <laughs> it's. Uh,
0: I think any like come on any any adjective that's just like a nothing word like um and I get it as well when it's just like oh it's um like at least with exciting as an adjective like y- you kind of I can maybe make an educated guess that they want it to be a bit more vibrant and loud, but like. Anything where it's just like, I want it to be a little bit more quirky, for example. It's like, okay, but quirky means different things to different people. Like, okay. I find people that wear, like, I don't know, jumpers with sheep on them and like um, brogue shoes quite quirky, because like that to me is a quirky style. Crazy. Other people think, like, I don't know, um, people that are more like alternative looking and like with their pink mohawks are quite quirky. Quirky is one of those it's just a word that means so many different things to different people. It's basically like a posher version of pop.
2: Yeah, and I think make it pop is as helpful <laughs> as, <laughs> as I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it.
1: Try again. <laughs> That's basically what make it pop. Yeah, oh, it, it I, I'll, make I'll make I'll it pop on on like 100% pop. Do you want 50%?
3: <laughs> oh, I'll know when I see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh,
1: yeah. I actually had a client once who said... Um, Imagine I've gone shopping. <laughs> I want <laughs> to buy something, but I don't know what.
0: So you're window shopping for so a design. So basically
1: Yeah, so you're window shopping. And I was like, great, so you're shopping for clothes? Are you shopping for tech? Are you shopping for shoes? What are you shopping for? So I don't know what I
2: want until seeing what I don't want. Yes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. so,
1: it, you know, that was f- eight proofs later. Yeah, of complete trying to do eight proofs that are completely different, and going uh, no, I'd, um, I um w- I want to try, try again. I've come out of that yeah. shop and I've got I've just gone into another shop. Right, <laughs> <laughs> and that point when you've done eight proofs for the same thing, that yeah. you then go, do I go down the road and fill in a form for Morrison's? <laughs> <laughs> and, and do I do I just go there do I stack shelves
0: yeah no I can I, I can imagine it's kind of that creative burnout though isn't it where you genuinely do think that you've exhausted all options and you're kind of trying to please the impossible in a way
1: yeah and sometimes a client might find it insulting when you go back to them and say you need to go away and think about what you want <laughs> It's not It's <laughs> not like, I'm trying, you know, I'm saying that with my vein throbbing on my forehead and <laughs> yeah. going mental. It is genuinely, you, you need to have a, a, like you say, we sell time. Yeah. So after eight proofs and pff, nearly enough 60 to 80 hours of work. Yeah. Yeah. You need to think about it.
0: Yeah. And also as well, like to them now, because I think um, obviously what we try to do is... Um, we obviously sell proje- projects as um, the time that we think because we've done enough of them now that we think it will take for us to get these, and we have like the processes in place, like John's mentioned, to um, make sure that they're all effective and streamlined. But we're not the type of agency that's just going to sink that cost if it's like now round like three, four, and it's not progressing anywhere because people are changing their mind. From a client management side like that Mike and I deal with that's now out of scope and people need to be paid like people need to pay for the privilege then of wanting to see all of these different variations because ultimately we're a business and we want to help you achieve your goal but if you don't know what that goal is and you just want to explore for things pay for the creative time and the output for it. And I think we're getting very hard on that now and um, also as well with the kind of clients that we work with, the way that we sell in the services, they know that we're quite a goal-focused and strategic agency. We want to partner with them to help them grow. We don't want to be sat around designing proofs for the next quarter on something that actually might or might not be built. Like We just want to get it done so that we can start marketing it effectively and to help you get your sales in or to help you get more leads in ultimately we want to help you achieve those goals and the creative is um an inc- like it's an incredibly integral part of it and it's important for all of the future work that we do but i think it's the one that people get hung up the most on isn't it
1: yeah
3: definitely. yeah yeah they do but like going back to the endless rounds of designs or redesigns that ultimately that's going to hurt the end product Because both the the client might get disheartened. Designers will get burned out because there's only so many rounds of revisions (laughs) and changing (laughs) colors and making the logo bigger that you can do uh, before you lose that kind of connection to the project as well. And I think the one thing is to to ask clients to do homework before, just find out what they like, what they don't like. And that's why we do the design workshops before. That's... This is just for the whole world benefit for, for the client for the projects and for the clients' clients.
0: Yeah so I think some top tips and for uh, making sure that your project goes as smoothly as possible through the creative process. Um, I would say um, and this is probably actually through um, any marketing account management um, that I've done, make sure that there's just one g- make sure there's one person delivering the feedback so even if there's not one key decision maker if you've got like three or four internally that you're trying to please make sure that you have a meeting internally where you collate that feedback and then have your I guess most most um, most communicative contact then deliver that to the agency or your account manager or um, the designer straight person to person because that's going to speed it up if you've already done that work internally because, um, and also as well from our side, no one wants to be sat in a meeting where we're hearing four people from a company debate and make their mind up on (laughs) on the off. (laughs) Um, So that will probably be my my biggest tip. Do you guys have anything else to to add to that?
2: I think um, a point to add to that is just making sure that people involved in the feedback process are involved from the beginning. Because we've had it on occasions where um, more people get brought on board for design feedback halfway through the project, and it can take it right the way back to the very start of it to, to stage one.
3: Yeah, it's like a design by committee that's one of the tropes. <laughs> yeah. Design by committee. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like you, you see all this progress, and then they bring someone else on board to, to deliver their feedback halfway through the project, and it's just like, yeah. One step forward two steps back yeah true
0: yeah i think um being specific as well as another one that's been mentioned quite a few times in this one actually doing your homework being specific about what you do and don't like don't use fluffy words like um eccentric pop quirky um exciting like try to be specific about what you don't like Um, never ask for the logo to be made bigger
3: (laughs) (laughs) best if you wouldn't (laughs) (laughs) um
0: but yeah i think um we've we've worked really hard haven't we over the years now to put lots of things in place to actually streamline it and make it more effective and just a much better experience for our clients that do work with us and it's something that we are quite open in now when we um when we're at the proposal stage with clients as well about how we want this to work and um i think the reason for this podcast today was to um just to get you to hear it from the agency side and the pain points that we um we come across sometimes that actually impact us on doing our jobs to the best of our ability and um no one wants to no one wants that to happen so if you um if you do want to give feedback please make sure you listen to this podcast and um do so with that in mind thank you (laughs)